I'm Jamie Winstone and this is my greatest night ever. We've had some goodies. <laughs> and I got into the pool first because it was a mega party. We've got my beautiful princess Julia here. This is the corner of our little mind, isn't it, Julia? <laughs> we have bougie bitches out here. <laughs> That's, That's so like a miracle. It's a, it's a miracle. <laughs> it's so amazing. Might be raving to that garage tune in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest night ever delivered by Zach. Oh, I'm very, very excited today because I've got a good friend of mine and someone I don't think you've met actually. Have you met Mr. Danny Dyer? Never met Danny. Oh my God, he is <laughs> amazing. I've known Danny for years. I have partied with him a few times and I've worked with him a few times, but I'm so intrigued to actually know about one of his greatest nights ever because he's just such a charismatic person and he's such a joy to be around. But what do you think he's going to talk about? I mean, what do you think oh. Danny Dyer's best night ever, greatest <laughs> night ever, I should say, I uh, don't is going to be? What's well, it going to be like? I, I hope it's holier than that because <laughs> I know his wife and I, and I hope I'm in the Joe's good books because she's, she's beautiful but she's scary. You don't want to mess with Joe. I sort of think Danny Dyer's going to be like party central. Yeah, he definitely can throw a party. I mean, he definitely knows what he's doing. I mean, if you've seen Human Traffic, he definitely knows how to improvise being at a party. You know, although he's a hard man and he's this, that and the other and, you know, Cockney wide boy, which my dad gets a lot of, you know, they're actually extremely spiritual beings. Oh. And I'm very excited to see that side of Danny today. Who knows what we're going to get, though? Well, do you think he's the sort of person that goes around making sure everyone's all right? Yeah, he looks after everyone. I sort of feel like he would make sure you always had your glass full. Yeah. And be getting the nibbles out. And he's, he's, he always makes you feel very special and looked after. Um, he's just he's just a wonderful man. And I literally can't wait to have Princess Julia and Danny Dyer in the same room. I'm such <laughs> a lucky girl. Well, I feel honoured. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, should we, should we bring him in? I think he's arriving imminent, imminent, yeah. imminently. Send him a text. Oh, send him a text. <laughs> <laughs> this is exciting. This is very, very exciting. So welcome to the boudoir. You love our sponsor, don't you? I love Zap. You love Zap. So Zap is, if you don't know what it is, this, these are the people that are actually making this happen. So we're very grateful. But also it's a 24-7 delivery app that basically, if you require all your needs, if you're in a party emergency, if you need them, um, I mean, you can order pretty much anything. There's also like lots of little really, tr I don't know, bougie bits here as well. So this isn't your normal like order anything online 24-7. This, this feels quite bougie. So Zap is basically really looking after us and we're very, very grateful. But it's an on-demand convenience delivery app. But what makes this so special is that you can get your luxury products. And we are bougie ladies, right? <laughs> we are bougie bitches out here. <laughs> we want our luxury products. We don't just want Rizzler and cigarettes at this time of night. We want high-grade tequila. We want candles. We want sparklers. So, yeah, I mean, Zap is just so fantastic for all of this because, well, basically, it's an on-demand convenience delivery app. You get on the app, you order exactly what you want, and it's uh, this is, I mean, this is 24-7 you can do this. So it's pretty remarkable. Whatever you, your wants and needs requires right. is delivered in minutes 24-7. 24-7. Yeah, and it delivers in minutes 24-7. I mean, how major is that? That is major. 
and it delivers across central London. Every day, man, every day, Essentials and all your premium brands. I mean, you just you can't lose. No. You're just winning with that. You really are. We can't wait to start pressing buttons. Oh, she loves us for that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I am so bloody excited. I have Mr. Danny Dyer in wow. my boudoir. What wow. a lucky <laughs> Wow. I mean, you're excited. I'm excited, to be fair. Oh, what a fucking boudoir. I mean, Isn't this it? is incredible. This is. A, I came to meet you. You told me to come to King's Cross, and you've, I've bowled into a nutty little gaff, honestly. I can see you've dressed it. Yeah. You've, you've been in the boudoir it's a spiritual before. sort of little... Yeah, but it's a spiritual manner, this is. It's yeah, a, it's a spiritual place for us to just... I've got, I've got some pearls wrapped around my microphone. I gave you the pearls today. And a little uh, hallucinogenic plant book <laughs> in front of me, which uh, <laughs> might come in handy later. You never know, dear. You know. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> Hi, Dan. How are you, my baby? I'm all right, babe. I'm all right. I'm good. I'm, uh, I've just uh, I've had a nutty trip around Italy. Yes. Your old man lives in Sicily. I've yes. spent a little bit of time in Sicily, not enough time, with my daughter doing a travel show. Do you know what I've learned? I'm not a fucking traveller. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm quite a lazy man, really. And, oh, uh, well. you know, I've seen I've seen Italy, but I ain't, you know, so... Just to see a travel show with you and your daughter, because that is a beautiful relationship you have. Oh, no, it is. So, listen, we grew up together, Jane. I, I had her 18, do you know what I mean? So she's... She's she's been with me for all the bollocks, and she gets it, and she's learned from my mistakes. I hope you know, but we are really. Uh, I've been quite a liberal dad, and uh, you've got to be careful with that line because you you become yep. too pally with your own kids. I'm taking that. But advice. she she pulls me up on shit. Like I pull her up, you know, and uh, she's she's a fascinating little creature. Do you know what I mean? And she's so intelligent. I love she, Danny. She, no, she is, and she. Listen, she fucking done my career the world of good by winning Love Island and I'm not going to lie. I became father of the fucking year. <laughs> and it was pure luck, honestly. So, so yeah, we had a great time, made some good memories. We went over to the older, uh, went to Stromboli, which is a volcanic island, which is basically oh. a, still a live volcano and this fucking thing spits out shit every <laughs> half hour, right? <laughs> so, and what happens is there's 400 people that live on this little, little mad island and every time it spits out shit, they cheer. And I go, what the fuck's the matter with these people? Right? You think, 2019 was the last eruption. It killed 30 people. So I couldn't wait to get off there, honestly. I climbed the fucker, though. I got up there. I don't know how I've done it. I don't know how I've done it. And it was quite a spiritual thing, you know, and I get it. Mountain. I got up there, baby. I yes. don't know how. So um, I've, I've seen a lot of shit, and, I've, I've, and I do appreciate it. I'm very grateful to be able to work with my daughter. You know, I can't to, wait Trying to, to set it. a thing up, you know. I want us, yeah. want us to be the new Ant and Dick. Because yeah, they're on their way out. They're on their fucking way. <laughs> Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Yeah. Danny, how? Because uh, I was trying to explain to Princess Julia, like how she said, "How do we know each other?" And I was like, 
Well, we've worked together a few times. We've done a few music videos together. Yep. We've, yep. Um, I've now just done a little bit in EastEnders, which I've got to hang about yeah. with you, which was lovely. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But I think we know each other from football, no? Well, really, uh, you, you know, know... my dad. You know, your old man, obviously, is a hero of mine. Your old man's somebody that is one of the reasons why I got into acting. And you're so... one of the reasons why I got into acting. Oh, well, so well. See, see, you know, it's just like a generation thing. And so I've known you since you was very young and I, and, I, and I was sort of friendly with your dad for a while and we worked together and it was such a... F I, I didn't relish that enough in my eyes. I think that I, I think I was a little bit taken aback by it because he's such a fucking charming man and all, and he's so... <laughs> he's better, like, you, you got you got an image of your old man and then you meet him and he's fucking better and you go, oh, fucking hell, where's his flaws? <laughs> you know what no, I mean? He's, no, he's amazing until he's chasing you up the stairs. Well, I... I <laughs> so, so I'd love him to chase me up the stairs. No, uh, it, He's, he's such a fascinating creature and he's such a raw, real... I think I'm I'm the next generation of that Cockney thing and I think after me, I think it's gone. I mean, it's quite a sad thing. Yeah. I think Londoners have changed. I think absolutely and I, and I understand that the dialogue's changed and all that sort of stuff and so I do think my generation, I'm 45 now, is maybe the last old school way of talking in, yeah. a, in a sense. No, do you know totally. what I mean? And, I, and I, I, you know, I would love to see some younger working class actors that talk like me like 18, 19 I don't think they're about uh, uh, you no. know it's a different culture now so uh, I cling on to that for dear life really because you know it's very sacred to me so I thought so I've sort of met you through the old man and then we worked together yeah and then we and worked we, together we did the twang video yeah and we had a snog and we had to tongue each other and, and oh. I, Oh, no, I know. Those no, people no, were no. very jealous of me over that, oh, and I God. was like, "Oh, but Joe's gonna hate me." So, well, no, the old man rang me up after, and he gave me, he left me a right bollocky voicemail. Okay. Yeah, he was only winding me up, but it, it, uh, uh, no, I was due it. I think, I think, but it was a good fucking we video. We talk. I've had to watch him snog Angelina Jolie yeah, on right, set. Well, you know what I mean? Right, liberty, yeah, Ooh, yeah. absolute liberty. Yeah, it freaks my kids out, and they want to have to watch me tonguing people. So, but I, I was a good bit of work now. Justin Kerrigan, who did Human Traffic, amazing, and so the that, twang, uh, the twang, the music yeah. video was so good, and we and that was. It was a proper proper music video, and it was I really loved good, that. It really good, wasn't it? Danny Dyer, what is your greatest night ever? Well, it's a tricky one, Joan, because we've had some fucking good nights. We've had some goodies. <laughs> and the thing about greatest nights ever is you, you can't really fucking remember it all. <laughs> So you're a little bit blurry. Yeah, I'm always little, like, oh. you, you get patches of it. So <laughs> I, I, I was going to talk about the night where I went to the NME Awards and uh, I presented an award and I and I couldn't believe I was being asked to go to these places and Oasis were there and um, Kasabian were there and you know Arctic Monkeys, the young Arctic Monkeys and all this sort of shit. And I had my own table and I, I presented this award and I remember just fucking going, wow, what the fuck, man? I've made it. This is people. Anyway, I saw Noel Gallagher and I thought I've got to go up to him. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to a couple more beers. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And <laughs> I walked up to him and it was at the end, right? So everyone's walking out now. And he and I went, no, uh, he went, all right, Dan. I went, oh, he fucking knows what, he fucking <laughs> knows me. And he said, Dan, he said, if you was a band, you'd be you'd be like, you know, you, you'd be the band of the people. And I, I was done. I didn't, I didn't want to speak to him anymore. I wanted to fucking wrap it up there and go, I, I, don't, I, don't, want to, I don't want to ruin this moment. Anyway, as we're walking out, the uh, bouncers, they assume we were mates. So they're ushering me into Noel's car. <laughs> So anyway, I, so anyway, it's all paps and all going fucking mental. Anyway, he's got in. I've got and I thought, oh, fuck it, I'm going to get in. Anyway, the door's shut. And I went, what you, no, went, what are you doing? I went, oh mate, don't don't turf me out here. <laughs> I, went, I went, just pull up around the corner. And he went, no, 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 fine, you come out with me. We're going, we're going to have it with Kasabian. I was like, fuck, oh. a young Kasabian, and all. And they were just fucking coming through the ranks. That was a right heyday. So that. it was a nutty night. 
But I think for me, uh, my greatest night ever has got to be my wedding. Oh. It's got to be my wedding to my missus who I've been with for 30 fucking years, 31, nearly 32 years now. We went to school together. We went through puberty together. I mean, this is a woman that has been by my side since That's I was sweet. since I was a fucking child. And I I was a fucking... Beautiful fuck, She's a beautiful woman. She's a fucking lunatic. Don't get me wrong. She keeps she keeps me on my toes, though. This <laughs> you got to, mate. I never know where I stand with a still. Right, so there's no grey area with me and Joe. It's fucking, we're fucking off fighting. It's very simple, and um, we 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 we've been through so much together. And when I started to become famous and have money, I never had money. I come from a, quite a very working class background. I'm very proud of where I'm from. I'm from a place called Custom House, and I was you know a single parent. You know, my old man fucked off when I was young. I love my old man by the way, but you know he just went around. So fame never suited me. I was I was always fucking gonna be going down the wrong path. So. I, I lost the plot for many years and I, I was a fucking lunatic. I had no validation of who I was. I became a character, sort of a cartoon character. I, I'd yeah. created it me fucking self, don't get me wrong. And I think the films that I was in, I represented a certain thing to working class people. And yeah. I got wrapped up in that and I and I sort of lost who, who, who I was really. And I, I, I was doing shitloads of fucking drugs and I was searching for something. I couldn't, I couldn't, there was a hole in me. And I couldn't work out what the fuck it was. Yeah. I wasn't very present with Joe, you know, and the kids, you know, with, with Danny and Sonny, not so much Artie. Uh, Artie's eight now, so obviously I've sort of been life oh out since God, then. But so he's much. a natty little character, really. Fuck so me. Much. He's a posh version of me. He's, what he is. he's amazing. <laughs> well, he's a well brought up kid, isn't he? He's got no idea about, you know, poverty Seriously and shit, which is good. This wedding that I I was so oblivious to, it. I suppose I'm like, like most men, I was just a fucking, really, I was just invited as a fucking guest. <laughs> Because I was going to ask, did you, how, was you involved in planning it? Had it set the scene for me? Was Where was it? Well, what happened was is that we we decided to do a magazine deal. Right? Okay, so we was relevant enough to do the magazine deal and offered us 130 grand. Right? Lovely. So I thought, right, let's nick a few quid out of it as well. Joe ended up spending 125 grand on the wedding. <laughs> right? But fuck <laughs> me, did she plan a wedding? Yeah. She knows and for me, doing. you know, being in this weird dark cloud, it brought me out of it, right, for this day and this night. And I and I was sort of looking around and thinking, fucking hell, like this is this is the love I have for this fucking bird, and you know the the fact I forgot, I forgot. Without that bird, I wouldn't be who I am today. That's the fucking truth because she's she's she stood by my side since she's day so, fucking one, so, right? So solid, and she is because she's a she's a custom house kid. She's out of a fucking she's out of a council estate. She's she was always I always looked at her as the posh one because she had loads of champion bottoms. You know what I mean? She, <laughs> And she had, and, 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 and she had Sky. She had Sky in like nineteen eighty fucking nine. Yeah, yeah wow. like, you know what I mean. But still lived. Council on, House Couture. Still, still lived in a masonette, but had fucking Sky. So, uh, and her old man was Spanish, and you know, and he, he would. Uh, I'd go round it with dinner, and he'd he'd do fucking aubergines. I go, oh, what the fuck is this posh. here? Oh, it's proper posh. You know what I mean? Olives. I'm sitting there eating olives. <laughs> fucking hell, this is mental. Tooton Manor is where we got married, right? which is a beautiful gaff in, yes, in um, Hampshire. And it's, uh, it's got these tree houses, tree lodges and everything. And I invited my, everyone I wanted there really in a sense, but we had to do the whole rota of celebs as well. Now, I was in EastEnders at the time, so I, I sort of had a touch. Yeah. You've got to have 25 sort of famous people there at least. So I just invited all the cast really. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know why you weren't there, Joan. What happened? Uh, it was it was when I was um, giving birth to my son, Raymond. He was banging out a chair, banging <laughs> out a really, fucking chair. Uh, yeah. That took a few yeah, days, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, weren't weren't yeah. no state to come to your wedding, <laughs> no, that's for sure. No, well, I, uh, so I, I, I was, my brother was going to be, same thing, like my brother was going to be best man, but his missus was pregnant with twins. Right. And they were dropping, so I, I had to go for a best girl, my sister. Oh, beautiful. 
beautiful. Yeah, my sister, she's such a beautiful soul, but she's so shy and she suffers a lot with anxiety. And she, oh, she but it's overwhelming, it. right? Well, no, it is. It is. And of course it is. It's, it's you know, but I, I, you know, I love my sister, so I wanted her on my arm and everything. So was it a church and everything? Was no it... church. You've got, you get to get a vicar in this gaff because they do marriages. Now, so Joe's playing a whole fucking thing, £110 a head. The fucking grub was unreal. It was chicken wrapped in pancetta. It was, oh. uh, you know, we ended up with a lovely dessert, this souffle thing, and, and, and it went chocolate on the plate, loved up to fuck. Oh. You know, like, so, it, so it brought a bit of peasantness to it. We had a fucking fairground there, uh, which no one went on it. No one went nowhere near the waltzer or the fucking... It was a bit too far away. They couldn't have it where we wanted to have it. But it was, it was such a fucking amazing day of just wow. having my kids wrapped around me. And most of the people I wanted there were there. For our song, our song was Wicked Game, Chris Isaac. And uh, it's a beautiful bit of fucking, it's a beautiful tune, baby. Serge from Kasabian, who's my pal then, was meant to play it on the guitar for us, but he was so off his fucking nut, bless him. He couldn't couldn't play the guitar. No, listen, I was encouraged, okay? So it was it was a nutty day, you know, a lot of booze flying around, but it was actually a lot of love in the room. A majestic DJ for me, a young majestic. Oh, wow. Before he was a boat. Semi boat then. Uh, now look okay. at him fucking flying. Having Top game. Hard now, isn't he? But he was playing all come on Island and all that sort of stuff. I wanted to do a wedding. Yeah, <laughs> fucking, yeah, no, that's yeah, what I want. yeah. I wanted all that stomping and fucking about and you know, loosey old tie and that. So and, and as the night went on, I mean it was it was just uh it was just me and Joe really just wrapped around each other and you know, we didn't really. It was like a bubble that we was in, really. So you know, you went some real revelations. It was amazing, but I, but I was so just in awe of her. But I also knew that I was in trouble in me nut. I right. knew I had to fucking sort myself out because I'd been. I'm sorry about my language. I'd been a cunt up to this point in the sense of what I was doing, what I was doing away from her, some of the situations I would find myself in. Right. Which you know, I, I look back at it and go, "Fucking hell, man! I was weak. I was wounded." And I was so vulnerable. I was vulnerable because I was, but of course I, I couldn't play vulnerable because I'm playing Danny Dyer, whatever that yeah. is. So I'm a bad boy, fucking, you know, whatever. And I quite like playing it, but you know, the amount of fucking diazepam I was on at the time, I was just munching. And that day I didn't. That day I didn't need them. Yeah. You know? And as the night went on, we Joe had sorted out fireworks and she'd basically done this amazing firework display and it started with the doof doof of EastEnders that went doof 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 and I just stood there holding around looking up at these fireworks just thinking the fuck man like this fucking woman she's just so incredible and so I can't lose her I can't fuck it up I can't fuck it up do you know what I mean so oh that's so beautiful and you know and Danny looked amazing she was like her maid of honour she looked fucking stunning and little Sunny was running around and it was it was um you know, it was a, it was a, I, I, I've got to say that it's up, it is my greatest night, greatest day, just because it, it, it's, it spun my nut and I thought, I, I've got to go and get help now. It's so monumental to have your greatest night a day of your life, your wedding and having, you know, having it all laid out, this, yes. this beautiful love, yes. this, you know, the power of love, like rammed down your throat yes. almost. And yes. it's like, I need, you know, when you've got it that good, that's, it's like you do ask questions like that. Why am I doing this to myself? What, what, why, why, why am I like this? And it takes something that magical, and th- and that's exactly what we're looking for here because it is these momentous moments in our lives that change us forever. 
Absolutely. I, I would be dead, I feel it's now. It's the fabric of who we are. Of course it is. Of course it fucking is. And everything that's real was there. And all the other bollocks that I thought was real wasn't real. And it was me just allowing a lot of leeches to just fucking suck on me blood. And I allowed it. Don't get me wrong. I fucking allowed every second of it. I like to yes people around is me. Because your energy is so sort of attractive as well. Like, you know, I'm quite accessible to people. Yeah, aren't being I? around I, you when I was younger and I used to, you know, and I used to be like, oh, I know Danny, you know. And having that sort of anyway connection with you anyway, because of my dad and, and West Ham, yep. Hammers yep. forever. Yes. Um, <laughs> I own. And um, <laughs> and but also just uh, you know being aware of the vampires and yes. se- and seeing that and yes, it's so beautiful to hear you say you know something like this like your your greatest night ever your yeah. most beautiful day. Yes. Actually, there's no party that can that no. can smash that feeling no. of no. overwhelming love. No, that can, mm. that can propel you into great big changes in your life. I knew it was the start of something for me. We had to go right. Okay, this is it. You're going to lose all this. You're going to lose all this. You're going to be a shadow of of a man that you are. You're you're going to fuck everything up. You're going to have no relationship with your kids. You're going to, you know, like uh, uh, so. This is this was my moment. Where I went right. And so the you know a couple of months after that, I've just trying to fucking drag me ass over the line, and then. I turned round to the bosses of EastEnders and I said, listen, I've got to go somewhere, I'm going to die. And they was like, oh, okay, uh, right. And so I sorted it out myself, I paid for it myself. I didn't fucking, I didn't want, I didn't want fresh linen. I didn't want a Priory type gaff. I'm not knocking the Priory, I understand it. I wanted to be, I think I needed to be on a dorm scrubbing carsies and just broken down completely. Because what I've recognised is ego. Right? Ego, we, we need an ego. It's very important to us, right? Because it keeps us alive. It's, It keeps us sharp. It keeps us... It, it's fight or flight, and you need your ego to tell you. But sometimes your ego starts to make decisions for you. And, it, and yeah. you've got to know when it's you you making decisions or your fucking ego. And I slowly had to realise and quieten that fucker down. And I discovered a thing called breath work in there, which is an hour and a half of you basically just laying down and breathing really hard, right? And just like, <sighs> like that, right? And at first fucking five minutes, it's fucking hard work, right? And then all of a sudden, you go into this mad fucking place and it brings out this shit, right? So uh, the, f- the first time I did it, I sobbed me fucking heart out. It took me to a mad place, right? And then when you stop, you are rushing out of your head. Like this is <laughs> intense thing and it's, it's, it's free uh. and it's your own oxygen, Oxygen is so important for us. It's our greatest healer. And people that don't breathe properly, right, they suffer from a lot of shit, right? Mm-hmm. Because breathing, which is so free to us, is such an important thing. It and really it sounds is. stupid. No, it doesn't no. sound stupid. For people that at all. don't get it, it's so important that we take a fucking big breath of air and we blow it out. Yeah. And you just fucking breathe, right? Mm-hmm. And so this breath work really just, I thought, oh, fucking hell, like, uh, you know, this is free. No, it is this a free is trip as well. And it is because you can't believe it's 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 almost so simple. But when I first started doing breath work, I really struggled with someone telling me how to breathe. Yes, it's like my ego thing, or actually, no, I know how to breathe. Thanks. Mm. No, I'm I'm all right. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. But actually, I didn't know how to breathe. No. And it sounds so simple. No, you got to surrender. Yeah. And the tears, the yeah. release that you get yes. after a bit of trauma, after going through something, you're kind of mm. like, fucking I amazing. Know, I didn't realize how much I needed that. It's amazing. And yeah. I just say it now, it was different for me. We only did it once a week, so I was in there for a month. So I look forward to my breath work. So the first time, I sort of I sobbed. Love that. Second time, I've just pissing myself. 
just laughing. Fuck, I don't know what the fuck I was laughing. I was fucking laughing away. And it was just... It's true uh, happiness. And I looked forward to it. And then and I sort of took it on in life in a sense of meditation and all the stuff, the tools that I need. And I do 10 minutes every day just to calm the fuck down. Right? And I can recognise when my brain's starting to play up a little bit and then I just breathe. 
of your wedding day, your favourite memory, that that firework display and you looking at your wife and just thinking, I've yeah. got all this. That's so, so magic. It was, it really mm. was. Uh, I, it's probably seeing her for the first time because, you know, I was very emotional. When I'm a, a very emotional person, quite a sensitive soul, really, and, and, and I was sort of giving it a big, and, you know, I had me whistle on and everything. Oh, Stay- well, hang on, what suit was you wearing? Oh, it was like a, a sort of a grey number and we all you had the same sort of... Uh, it was it was a it was a lovely whistle. We all had the same whistles on me, me dad and that, and a couple of page boys knocking about. And so I I, I but I'd slept with me dad, and we both fucking roar. By the way, we both snore. So we was out snoring each other all fucking night. <laughs> oh, you but had, I loved you it. You had like what the brides do. You had yeah, yeah, no, I slept with me old man. Yeah, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Very it was traditional. A, it, was, it was so cute because you felt like you always felt like a kid again. Little when you boy again. Bed. Yeah. So I didn't see her all day, all morning because obviously you're not allowed to see her. And then. Obviously, I was pacing up and down, and everyone's sitting there. Does that build there. up early nerves again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't it's know. like the romance. Really I had an early uh, cavalcier, right? <laughs> and it was a, a lovely little drop, and it just settled me. And uh, me and my old man was listening to a bit of Billy Idol while we were getting ready, you know, maybe a bit of Rebel Yell and all that. And uh, we, uh, and then, and then when I fucking saw her, I just fucking lost it. I just broke down. <sighs> Because she bowled round the corner with her dad. She fucking loves her dad as well, bruv. He's so special to her. So, you know, he he, he bowled round the corner and uh, there she was. And I thought, fucking hell, man. Not only have you... Like, you fucking love me. You know what I mean? Like, and, you, and you know, of course, you're doubting yourself and all that. And you're thinking, fucking I've rung the bell. And then I just wait for a bit. I was trying to fucking bring, you know, fucking, you know, giving it all the Del Boy, you know, the old and that. And, and, I, and it was just an overwhelming feeling of what a fucking lucky man I am. And so that was my moment of going, shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, that was the build to me going, you've got to sort your fucking life out, mate. Mm. And so, you know, this is very rare to be with someone since you're 13 years of age. Yeah. It's, uh, and I know that when I say that to people now, they go, oh, how long have you been together? You know, because you've only been married since, you know, what's so six years, but I've been with her, fuck me, since... God, nineteen ninety three. And she is your yin yang. You really well, she's are. my, she's my, she really is my day one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she, you know, she did know me when I had no ears around me nuts. She was, <laughs> she was reefing me up in the shoot room when I was, you know. You've got to no, turn the fries, haven't you? It's ju- well, it's, it's, well, it's I love that. I love that. I love that. And she, yeah, you, you know, so you know, you're talking going fuck. We were, you know, we we explored each other's. Uh, Pre-pubescent bodies. Oh my so, God. Well, I'm just saying I mean, that's so major, though. It's major, you know, isn't it? Because you really have we're grown up together. together. We did. And, like uh, totally. Yeah. I mean, that's that's rare. Very rare, isn't behind it? Behind every yeah, man is a completely rare. amazing woman, and behind Absolutely. every amazing woman is a completely amazing man when it works. And yeah. also you know? to have continually yes. found great treasures yes. within each other yes. that keep the whole vibe going. Well, I think I mean, what that's... love is, true love, is mm. when you fall in love with people's flaws. They're quirky little fucking weird shit they've got. That's the bit, because we all wear masks, yeah? Let's have right. it right. We all wear different masks for different people in different environments. That's just human nature, yeah? So yeah. you're always going to have a different mask on when you're with your parents yeah, yeah, to when yeah. you're with your fucking pals yeah. to when you're with your grandparents yeah. even to when you're in a work environment. You know, there's a slightly different mask. So you're never going to give yeah. everything away when you're talking to your boss uh, as, as you are going to be to your partner who you love and cherish you. And really, your partner should know fucking everything about you. Don't you? The one that you fucking sleep with and you know, fucking spend all of your yeah, you know, your darkest times with and yeah, the ups and downs. That's what I've always felt that love is, is that it's that, that weird little shit that no one else knows about that winds you up slightly, but you fucking love it. That's, that's love for me. That's fucking. And so, you know, me and Joe have grown. And the thing about 
why it's so rare is because we change as human beings, don't we? Yeah. yeah. And we've sort of both changed and adapted to each other's changes, you know, in yeah. a sense. But that's so that's like inspiring. A miracle. It's, a, it's a miracle. It is, it is. It is. And don't get me wrong. Listen, we've had our fucking moments, you know. And we, yeah. we, like I said, we, kick, we fucking, there's no grey area. We're never going to just sit there and get on with it. Like, if we've got the fucking hump with each other, especially uh, she pulls me. <laughs> And she'll fucking tell me straight and I'll have to fucking wear it. There is no... Uh, as soon as I walk in that fucking ass, it doesn't matter how many people have been blowing smoke up my fucking ass. She brings me right back down to earth. And I and I feel like, you know, that's the real fucking me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she she never lets me get carried away with myself, is is what I'm saying. Oh, God, I and love And that's it. important. And, and I love you. It's, it's so, so, so really this for me is about love and, uh, you know, how important it is. And if you've got it, fucking keep hold of it. Keep it round you. Don't fuck it up. Danny Dyer, what are you manifesting right now? Um, well, I, um, I'm very grateful for my health and my wife's health and my children's health and everyone around me. And the fact I've still got a mum and dad and things like that, and I'm, I'm so manifesting uh, that we all, because it doesn't matter how fucking rich you are or, you know, where you live or how educated you are or you know what class you are. Without your health, you're fucked. And we've been very fucking lucky up to this point. So that, so I'm always manifesting. I do a little prayer in the morning to keep everybody safe. And so just every day where you, you know, you. You, you feel healthy and you can breathe and you can see out your fucking eyeballs and you you can hear and you can walk and that's what I'm manifesting at the moment really mm, you know it's beautiful mm. that is mm. deep and all fucking mm. deep oh you always you always get so deep with me we're deep nut oh, you so, are a deep nut I'm a deep nut you know, so, so <laughs> I'm heavy toed 45 in the, now in the, in the lovely pool I'm a granddad you know, I'm a deep, you are a granddad I'm a, I'm a fucking I'm a, grand, I'm a deep granddad a philosopher you're young deep, 45 yeah I'm a yeah, granddad I'm a kid young that's what happens see that's what happens Princess Julia what are you manifesting right now after all that I mean oh I know but I'm feeling the manifest of the idea that there's somebody for everyone. Yes. Of course there is. Because I'm a single person. Okay. But, you know, I'm happy being a single person as well, but I love hearing the stories of true love. Yeah. And in a way, that gives me some sense of what, it can be like to be in love and be with another person. I have got very special friends. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah so yeah, don't yeah. worry. I'm, oh, right, so, I'm okay. quite happy. Know that. Okay, so I love Julia. the idea. She Princess Julia for another. Oh, I, 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 you know, it. I love the idea of that there, there is somebody for everyone. And I've is. taken that away with me Good. from your conversation. I love that. Yeah, it's I beautiful. love that. Yeah. Um and what am I manifesting? Come on, Jan, right give now? it to me. Um, well, actually, I think because this is going to be my very special, special podcast episode mm. um, that I've been super excited about because I love you, Danny. Um, love you, baby. I just hope that this is received well and makes people happy. That this greatest night ever podcast actually spreads and, and goes. You know what? Eradicates guilt from going to dance, going to, to share stories yes. with their loved ones. And I hope it's successful, you yes. know, because actually we don't ever sort of say, 
that enough about what we're doing. We're no, we kind don't. of a bit like, yeah. oh, you know, yeah, it's going to be great, you know, whatever happens. Yeah. But I really do hope this is successful because me and Rupert have worked very hard on it and it's been something that's been brewing for a while. So, yeah, I just hope that this manifests in people's ears well and it's mm. received well and people love it. Oh, they will. They're just getting it out there. That's all. They just need to be aware of it. That's all it is, James. Do you know what I mean? This is podcasts are the fucking thing. It's about Your honesty. podcast is going really well, isn't it? Well, we're, 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 we're doing another one. We've changed it up a little bit. But this, since I've walked in, it was I'm feeling this, you know, sort of spiritual love. Oh, I love it's that. a calm, calm atmosphere. It's a nutty gaff, by the way. <laughs> and I love it here. So, yeah. uh, so that's well, what we're trying I'm, to do, I'm, just warm people's ear holes. Well, yeah, I hope next season I'm going to get you and Danny on and maybe maybe have a special. I bought a caravan yeah. so we can get the family. Yeah, let's fucking do that. <laughs> hey. Let's fucking do that. I'm um, all over it. Danny Dyer, I love you so much. Thank love you, you so much for coming on Greatest Night Ever. Princess Julia, thank you. Thank you're, you. Yeah, you're the greatest and I, I rate you so much and I respect you so much. Love you, Jamie. And I love your journey. And I, I, I love you. Thank you, baby. Love you too. Jamie Winstone's Greatest Night Ever has been delivered to you by Zap, the on-demand convenience delivery app. My co-host and iconic sister-in-arms is Princess Julia. The series was created and produced by my partner in crime, Mr. Rupert Fowler. Our original artwork is by cartoon extraordinaire Jamie Hewlett. And our theme music is by the cosmically major Remy Mazette. This podcast is part of the ACAR Creator Network. I'm Jamie Winstone, and this has been my greatest night ever. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.